0: Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian
1: Tripp. Hello, and welcome into another episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. I'm Brian Tripp, your host, and this week. I'm joined by Penn State men's hockey's Carson Dick, and we're going to talk about his experience of playing hockey here at Penn State, what it's like to be a student athlete here on this campus. But those are really small stories compared to the opportunity that Carson had over the summer when he was studying abroad and living at just immersing himself in the Italian culture. How does this fit into what he's studying here at Penn State? We'll find out more about his travels and his academic pursuits. Really an interesting story. He's a world traveler. We're going to find out where the best places to travel in the world are with Carson Dick. You're going to enjoy this episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Carson, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, No problem, but glad to be here. All right. We want to dive into your experience over this summer, what you've done in your hockey career and being a part of, of a great culture within the Penn State hockey program. But for our audience, we love to get to know our student athletes and how they ended up here at Penn State. So how did you end up here in the United States and at Penn State?
0: Uh, so it was actually a funny story. My, uh, my grandpa grandpa's a huge Steelers fan, always grew up a huge Steelers fan. And me and my family uh, kind of wanted to capitalize on that. So I honestly had no real idea what college hockey even was growing up. I was inducted into the WHL and my dad coached there and stuff. So I always thought that that might be the route I was going. And uh, I was lucky enough to do a tour down here and we kind of tied it in with my grandpa's 75th birthday and going to a Steelers game. And I thought that was going to be the highlight of the trip. And until I saw the campus and got the tour and I mean, the
1: rest is history. I basically said yes on the spot and yeah, it was awesome. So was this your first First visit to anything that had to do with college hockey in the United States? Was it here to Penn State? Yes, yes, 100%. I was, that was the first visit
0: and honestly the only visit. I never saw another school, and I'm yeah. honestly not upset about that. I think this is the perfect fit for me and my family and stuff. So, yeah, it was first place I came and first place I decided
1: on. With your dad's coaching experience and growing up and knowing what the Canadian juniors and major juniors and everything is uh, on the that side of the border – you come and experience college hockey for the first time. What was your family's opinion? Because this was, this was different than, as you just said, than what you grew up accustomed to. Oh yeah, it was, it was completely different. Uh, I mean,
0: Canadian hockey is awesome and I love it, but this environment that the school spirit and everything surrounding it is a complete change of scenery. And I loved it for, for every moment it was. And obviously my family had a great experience and they told me <laughs> you're, you're coming here hundred percent. This is the place for you. Do you remember who the Steelers played that day? Oh, they played the Cowboys, actually. Funny enough, I remember that. But I remember the hockey game more, I'll say that. I remember <laughs> they played Alaska.
1: Is that is that the game where... Jesse James, a, a former Penn Stater, dove to the goal line, and yes. it had the controversial review in it. Yes, it is.
0: It, it was. It was an awesome game to watch, and Ezekiel Elliott was playing, and it was. It was a great game to watch, honestly. Cowboys
1: won it right at the Cowboys end. Cowboys won it right at the end. Yeah. Now, I are was, you a Steelers fan? Was I'm it? a huge Steelers wow. fan, so. so that runs in the family. So, a <laughs> gut punch for you has to. A couple of years here at Penn State, you're heading into your junior season. You talked a little bit already about what a great experience mm-hmm. it has been. How would you describe Penn State? Penn State University, take the hockey element out of it, Mm. to someone back home who might not be accustomed to a 50,000-person campus and a football stadium that seats 107,000 people. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell a funny story. Like, when I go home, honestly, like, the whole NCAA
0: and everyone out there is more exposed to West Coast NCAA stuff, and if I tell people in my hometown that I go to Penn State, they will ask me if it's an Ivy League school and if it's Penn University. So they... Trying to explain it, I have to, I tell them always, you, you have to come and experience it yourself. You're not going to, you're not going to know until you actually come and see it yourself. But uh, the entire experience itself, like for me personally, I thought, you know, I'm going halfway across the continent. I thought, you know what, I might not be accepted into this. It might be different for me. It might be a culture shock, but I feel like the school itself and mm-hmm. everyone I've been involved with has been unbelievable in accepting me. And I honestly fully consider myself a Penn Stater
1: now, so been Awesome. I'll give you a line though for when you go back home next time. It's the ivy of central Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's the ivy of central Pennsylvania. Proudly a degree yeah. holder myself. Uh, you know, I, I can attest to that. You mm-hmm. mentioned culture shock, and we're going to get into that in just a second. Mm-hmm. Your major, your minor, what you're studying here at Penn State. Uh, I am studying global
0: and international studies with an uh, Italian minor and a business certificate from the Smeal School. Any idea what you want to do once your hockey career comes to an end? Um, I've talked a lot about it with my parents and tried to figure that out, and I hope to work abroad and hopefully put that degree to use. And I'm not really sure where yet, but I do love to travel, so that's
1: that's a big part of it. All right, speaking of working abroad and immersing yourself into a different culture, really unique experience this mm, past summer. Yeah. Let's just kick it off. At, describe the experience, what you did, where you went, then we'll dive into different elements of it. Um, well,
0: actually, my, so my freshman year, I planned on, uh, doing Japanese as my language. And I have a little bit of Japanese blood. So I thought, you know what, that's the language I'll stick with. And I did not do very well in it. I'll say that. (laughs) So I switched to Italian. Um, I tried to learn Spanish a while, so I thought it'd be a good fit and Italian stuck. And I had a great professor and he brought up a study abroad opportunity. And at first I kind of thought like, you know, student athletes don't really get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to travel, but he was very persistent with me and he's, he was a great professor Still keep in touch with him. And, you know, he talked about this study abroad and he said, I really want you to come and I think it'd be an awesome experience. And I swung it with Gads and uh, the whole athletic department and they fully, fully endorsed me for it, which was awesome. And so the experience itself was six weeks in a small town called Toady. And I didn't know any of the students going into it. So it was kind of a really immersive experience and got placed with an unbelievable family who. Funny enough did not speak any English whatsoever. Wow. They they only knew a few words, so it was it was a learning curve learning the language and everything, but I'm grateful for it and it's an experience I'll never forget.
1: Give me some of your best Italian
0: right now. Oh, putting you on the spot. Jeez, I need a I need a line to say here. You got a uh, buongiorno tripper. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> know <laughs> i i can order i can i can do a bunch of stuff i need i need a, a little bit of
1: all right give me give me discourse. like you're ordering your your dinner for the night go ahead uh, oh well i'll say that
0: our favorite restaurant while we were there was a small small restaurant called Manjatoya, and we went there went there probably at least 25 times over there it was it was awesome they had a, a grandma who helped out with uh she gave us everything we needed and it was all local ingredients it was awesome um I'll say my order it was it was per me il calcio pepe per primo e per due secondi e griglia mista which is like steak and a whole
1: plate of meat but that was that was my favorite to get there so what did you want to gain out of this experience you talk about that this is experience you go there and you're with this group of Penn you you really didn't know yeah. what did you want to gain out of the experience and what did you ultimately gain out of it Well, I think for me, I've, uh,
0: traveling has always been a big uh, emphasis for my family. And I mean, I've gone on a lot of trips with them and stuff, but I've never really had the opportunity to travel alone and kind of, I think it's a really important skill to be able to adapt to a different environments that you're not used to and different cultures. So for me, I really wanted to gain that skill and Mm -hmm. see kind of how I could put it to the test. So that was, that was a big thing. The schooling was also great for getting the minor, but I think the biggest thing was basically just putting myself out there and seeing what I could get out of it. I think I got everything I could out of it.
1: And you're, this isn't like you're going to a major capital city tourist destination. This is complete. Yeah. It was rural rural Italy basically. Yeah. What was the most unique thing or maybe the biggest challenge? What, what surprised you about this journey? Um, I think for me, honestly, just learning how to adapt to the
0: culture. Like it's Mm -hmm. a very, the people are all so friendly and they can make conversation for hours, even though if you don't know what they're saying most of the time, but um, the family I lived with, especially just the way they took me into their home. And I originally wasn't even supposed to live at their house. I was supposed to live at a different house and I got changed out of that one. And the mother who's a single mother, actually her son moved into a different room, her 22 year old son and moved me into her, his room wow. for the six weeks that I was there. So her just accepting us there and Basically, we still keep in contact with her, and just an awesome lady, awesome people. So,
1: so was it just you in that house? Where were the other students that went on the, the there, excursion? There here? was
0: there was three other students. They they kind of got the short end of the stick because they got there first. They were in they were three three in the same room, oh. and I, I got my own room, which was kind of <laughs> lucky, but. It was really ge- great to bond with them and uh, meet other students at Penn State and go through it with them.
1: What is what is that dynamic of being around other students who aren't student athletes? I think that's the mm-hmm. unique thing yeah. here at Penn State. It's so big, you're in so many different classes and you yeah, have the 800 plus student athletes, mm-hmm. you have a unique bond. Mm-hmm. But I think you also develop and build those friendships exactly. with students in your major, in your area of mm-hmm. study, outside of those who yeah. you may see competing on the court field, whatever it may be. I think it's it's really important to have those
0: relationships because you never know when in life you're going to run into those people again and what they're doing and what kind of networking that can lead you to, but Mm -hmm. they were, they were awesome. They, I still keep in touch with them and they were, one of them was a huge hockey fan actually. (laughs) So that helped out. He, we had a lot of talk about that, but just to go through that experience with them and learn and learn about the family and rather than isolating yourself and being there alone, it was nice
1: a nice bridge to have those, those three with me. And for those of us who haven't had that opportunity to travel there, food, rate the food. I mean, that's what wow. we hear about. Food was
0: un- unbelievable. Like the, I will say, can't tell KJR strength coaches. I did not put on any muscle while I was there. I'll tell you <laughs> that. But uh, the food was awesome and I enjoyed, enjoyed every minute of it. And not only seeing the typical Italian dishes, but seeing how they cook and how they grocery shop and what kind of learning about that and how they feed their families basically was really interesting.
1: So there's your home base. Where else did you have an opportunity to travel to? What did you see? Where else were you able to take that adventure to? Um, Well, we did, we did a
0: few overnight trips. We went to Florence, which uh, was really interesting seeing that and wandering through the night or through the town and seeing that in Naples, which is a very raw, raw city and the most populated in Italy, actually. So seeing Naples is really cool. And then Rome, the capital, obviously, um, and then after that, I've, I hit four countries for a week by myself. So that was that was pretty cool too. All right. You have to tell us what those other four countries are. You said you
1: love to travel. Where have you been? Let, let's get the world tour here, Carson.
0: Um, well, after that, I ended up going to, uh, I joined a different group, but I mm-hmm. was by myself again. This time, it was people from all over the world. So it was cool to make those relationships with people from Australia, India, awesome. New Zealand, England, Scotland, all over the place. and really get in touch with their values and experience different countries with them. But, uh, we hit Hungary, um, Germany, Poland and Czechia in, in a week, which was, it was a lot of travel, but it was really interesting to see the different dynamics in those countries.
1: You said your family loves to travel. Is that really where you got your itch to travel from? Why Mm -hmm. has this become such a passion for you? I think so. And I mean, it
0: does help out a lot. My mom's a travel agent. So (laughs) when she's the one booking, booking the deals and stuff, it, it makes it a lot more invaluable because I need some help with that for sure. So I think they definitely instilled that value in me when I was younger and yeah, just experiencing new things, different cultures. Where's your favorite spot that you've been? Hard question. I know. Hard question. I think me and my family went to Costa Rica over Christmas and just seeing the biodiversity there. And it was a lot of things I've never done before, like surfing, horseback riding, trekking mountains. I did zipline. Yes. Hit the zipline. So yeah, that was, that was really cool. And that's awesome. What's next on your bucket list for travel? Um, well, I think I might, I might take it back and try and learn some Japanese a little more and hit Japan with some of my buddies and maybe, uh,
1: Southeast Asia. And you still have time to be a a student athlete here at Penn state and play college hockey and be a part of what should be a a great season for you and your program this year. What do you like about being a part of the culture that coach Godowski and his staff have instilled within that locker room at Pagula? I think it's just, it's, uh, it's something he always
0: says that if you're if you're here to do the right thing and put in the work, then you should be comfortable being there. And if you're not, you should be uncomfortable. And the thing about that is, is we have 24 25 guys who are comfortable guys because they're there for the right reason and putting in that work. So it, it makes an environment that is really fun to be around and fun to be a part
1: of. So, yeah. I think taking it to that next level too, and you obviously embody this because you're getting that holistic and that full student athlete experience experience. There is the element, you come to Penn State and play hockey and, and you want to win championships, Big Ten championships, mm-hmm. compete for a Frozen Four and go to the national championship. But also, there's an emphasis within the program, within the entire athletic department, to take advantage of all the resources mm-hmm. that that Penn State gives to you. And I don't know, and look, you might not be able to speak to this because Penn State was, hey, I'm going there mm-hmm. right away. But yep. But it seems like this is an athletic department and the motto, the mindset of student athletes here is, I want to prepare myself for life after Mm. athletics as well. And because of all those opportunities and resources that allows you to do something like you did this past summer. Yes, yeah, exactly.
0: And I think even, even since I've been here, the evolution that I've, I've personally seen. And I think the rest of my class has seen in the aspect of even the mental health aspect and adding to caps and all that has been awesome. And uh, the team nutritionists that we have, and it really, they really balance your life so well as a student athlete. I think it, it's a privilege to go here and any, any way
1: they can help you, they help out. So I love it. Including that, that smooth. What is yeah. that? You have a smoothie that you, you just came over after, mm-hmm. after a workout. Yeah. What, what do you got there? It is a
0: Xander Lampa special. Me and him, he's allergic to peanut butter. So he, he likes to make his own shakes and I kind of get in on it. We, we got a whole lot of different stuff in there. Some cinnamon, some protein powder, yogurt, blueberries, peaches, bananas, you, you name it. We got it in there. It's a, it's a
1: mishmash. Uh, how's it taste?
0: I like it personally. A lot of other guys aren't a big fan of our concoctions, but uh, me and me and Lamps enjoy it a lot.
1: Yeah. Anything that's There's purple. There's coco- coconut flakes on top there, Yeah. Too. It's kind of green on the outside. And that's, <laughs> that's not the spinach. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about that, but it's filling. I mean, it's got to be filling. Yes, it
0: is. It's, it's basically a meal right after practice. So. <laughs> there you go. That's another thing they added was a smoothie bar, so...
1: That's a great way to wrap it up. Uh, Your your personal smoothie, Xander Lampa's personal smoothie recipe. Carson, thanks so much for talking about your journey. Really appreciate it.
0: Appreciate it.